Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Kalayim, Perak Bay's Mishnah Zayin, and Mishnah Ches. And today's Mishnah is to bring Lurim Bishos of Shalom Zalmur, Zagosim, Mercy, Tivachoy, Tzachalatim. They should be given much with a Sachat Salchan Siat Nishmaya. Good health. Parnasa Bashafan, cult of Salah. Now this Mishnah continues teaching how is it that we can have two species planted next to each other, and even though they're right next to each other, it doesn't look like they're Kalayim, and therefore they're allowed to stay exactly as they are. The Mishnah says, How you rush to Rechitim Nichnas Bashal Sairim. If the corner of a field of wheat was going into that of barley, Mutter, it's Mutter, you're allowed to leave it there. Because it looks like the end of the field. Now, Reshtar doesn't literally mean the corner of a field. A tar was a triangular piece of jewelry worn by women, so the point or corner of something is called Reshtar. Over here, we have a triangular or a diamond-shaped field of wheat, and one of the corners of the triangle or of the diamond was right next to a square-shaped field of something else. So even though there's two species right next to each other, since it's very clear that this is two separate fields, one of them is square, one of them is diamond or triangular, so then it's not a problem, there's no issue of Kilayim here. A similar situation, his field was wheat, and his friend had a field right next to him that was planted with something else, let's say it was barley. Now his friend's field was planted with barley all the way up until the border, and his field was planted with wheat, but there was a little bit of space in between the end of his wheat and the edge of his field. What can he do in this situation? What's he allowed to plant in this empty space in his field, which abuts, which is right next to his friend's field? He's allowed to plant the same min that his friend has planted next to his. Again, he had wheat, his friend had barley, so he's allowed to plant barley in the empty space in his field, which is right next to his wheat. That's because people are going to look at it and they're going to say, oh, that barley is really that guy's friend. They're not going to realize that all this barley doesn't belong to Shemin and some of it really belongs to Ruvain. Since all they see is a field of barley next to a field of wheat, they don't think that there's any Kalayim being planted here because they know that one of the fields is Shemin and one of the fields is Ruvain. Therefore, Ruvain has no issue when he has wheat planted in the majority of his field and the little space at the end of his field has barley planted in it. What about Shalechitim Shalchaver Echitim? There's two fields next to each other, Ruvain and Shemin's, and both of them have wheat planted in them. Ruvain's allowed to plant a row of flax at the end of his field, but not a row of something else. The reason Tanakama holds he's allowed to plant a row of flax and there's no issue of Kalayim here is because one row of flax is not going to benefit anyone. You can't do much with one row of flax. And the only reason why he's planting it is because he just wants to see. It's a test run. Is his field able to produce high quality flax? So he's not going to let it grow to full maturity. He's going to end up uprooting it anyway and it doesn't look like Kalayim. That only exists with flax, with Pishton. According to Tanakama, he's not to plant carrots because you could benefit even from one row of carrots. So it's only flax. Now, Reb Shimon says, He's allowed to plant anything he wants there, even if it's not flax. Reb Yisrael says, He's even allowed to plant this row of flax in the middle of his field. Since the reason why he's planting it is to check the quality of his soil to see if he's going to be able to grow quality pishton, so he could do that even in the middle of his field. It doesn't have to be at the edge of his field. And now moving on to Mishnah with a similar halacha. We had just said that you're allowed to plant a row of flax at the end of your field because it's clear to everyone that you're not trying to benefit from his flax. You're not going to gain much from it anyway. It's just one row. And the only reason why you're planting it is because you want to see if you're going to be able to grow quality flax in your field. Now this mission teaches us similar halacha. You're not allowed to plant a row of chardol, which is mustard, or chariah, which is something else, at the end of your grain field. But you could plant a row of mustard or chariah at the end of your field of vegetables. The reason why you're not allowed to plant it at the end of your field of grain is because chardol and chariah is detrimental to the grain. And people are going to see that it's growing there. It must be because you want 
want it to be growing there. However, since it's not detrimental for a field of vegetables, people who see this Chardolacharia growing at the end of the field of vegetables are going to assume that it doesn't belong to the owner of the field of vegetables. It belongs to someone else, and then there's no issue of kilayim. Now the Mishnah tells us of a number of scenarios how you're allowed to plant two different species in the same field because there's certain circumstances. You're allowed to plant a different species other than what's planted in this field if it's right next to Boer, which is a section of unplowed land, near is a section of plowed land, Vladgaf if it's on the other side of a stone wall, Vladarech if it's on the other side of a pathway, this is a private pathway which is four amos wide, Vladgadr Shugvayasar Tvachim, or if it's on the other side of a fence which is ten Tvachim tall, Vlacharts Shu Amekasar Vrachav Arba, or if it's on the other side of a ditch which is ten Tvachim deep and four Tvachim wide, Vla Ilan Shu Mesachal or if it's on the other side of a tree whose branches are all the way on the ground. Imagine you have a tree that its branches are drooping really low to the ground, so its branches are forming a machitza. You could plant one species on one side of the branches, one species on the inside of the branches. You're also allowed to plant a different species on the other side of a rock that's ten tvachim tall and four tvachim wide. All these things are considered a machitza. They're considered a separation or a partition. They clearly define that this is considered one field, that's considered another field, and therefore no one's going to think that you're planting kalim next to each other. We had something similar to this in Masechah's Peah. What's considered two separate fields that we would have two separate chiv of peahs? The Mishnah in Peah told us something very similar. If there's a rock dividing the field or if there's a ditch dividing the field, if there's a pathway dividing the field, all that would be considered dividing into two separate fields for two separate chiv of peahs. Same thing over here. This is dividing it, considering it two separate fields and therefore there'd be no issue of kalim. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Tess and Yud. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.